Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new podcast-exclusive Sermons in the Park. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. And I know I usually like to uh, surprise you with these podcast-exclusives uh, titles, but I did kind of let it slip uh, during um, Sunday's sermon that I would be doing one and it would and what the subject would be. So, today's podcast-exclusive is about someone that we all have a lot of experience with, right? Someone that a lot of people, even Christians, like to pretend does not exist. But you see, that is his greatest lie, isn't it? That's right. Today, we're going to be trying to answer the question, Who is Satan? Well, he is this horrible thing. He's hideous to look at. He has a tail. He has horns. He carries a pitchfork. He has a long pointy goatee. Well, that's how most of us picture him, right? But that is not what the Bible tells us about him. In fact, that could be, that could not be any further from the truth. (laughs) Not only is that not what he looks like, It's a misrepresentation that could be very dangerous. In fact, the best picture that we get of how he looks is found in the Bible. In Ezekiel 28, verses 12 to 19, they read, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You are the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were perfect in every way. From the day that you were created. Now, does that sound like the description that I just gave a few moments ago? No. That is nothing like you and I typically picture Satan looking like. You see, like I said, most of us picture him having this red skin with the big fangs, you know, and the, the, the pointed goatee and the horns and all that stuff. But what we see here is the anointed cherub. We see that he sat in heaven. He was in the highest rank. He had an exalted position. He was created by God as the seal of perfection. Now, let's look at his fall. Let's look at Satan's fall. We see that, you know, he turned his eyes away from God, the creator, and he started to admire the creation, you know, himself. We again read Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 17 which says, you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. This tells us he was proud. It tells us that he, he exalted himself. He started desire to rule. Okay, He wanted to take the place of God. He began to whisper lies. Turning, and he he was able to turn a third of the heavenly host to his side. Take a look, Isaiah 14, 
We're going to look at verses 12 to 15. It says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Now, do you know where all of this started? It started when Satan said, I will. You see, he turned away from God, away from God's voice. He started seeking his own will. And you see, when you turn away from the will of God, what you're doing is you are saying, hey, his will is not perfect. So when Satan said, I will, it was at that moment that sin was born. You know, when you think about it, God calls himself, when he calls himself by name, he calls himself, I am. That, if you want to look that up, you can find that in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. You see, you never see God give that name to anyone else. So the one who wants to be something in himself, you're, you're in conflict with God. And that's what we see here. We see the devil being expelled because of that. Take a look with me. Let's look at a, a book that I know a lot of you love when I talk about, Revelations. We're going to look at Revelation 12, verses 7 to 9. And there we read, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Right there we're reading that Satan gets cast down from heaven, and, and God's absolute goodness, his wisdom, his love, must never be brought into question ever again. God's will is the only way. The only good way. The only perfect way. Satan, he received dominion over this world. And he set himself up as the God of this earth. We see this. This world. It's not under God's direct control. It's under Satan's direct control. He basically has a free hand to do whatever he wants. If you take a look with me at John chapter 12, verse 31, we see Jesus call Satan the ruler of this world. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the apostle Paul calls him the God of this age. Now, this is all part of God's plan. He wants to provide Proof of how deceitful sin really is. It has to be proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that Satan's way will only lead to death and destruction. Just by talking to people, 
even someone who who some of these people who who claim that they are Christians but yet they deny that Satan even exists just by talking to them we know that most of the world is not aware of the fact that they are under the sway of the wicked one just like we read in 1 John chapter 5 verse 19 you see Satan uses the one thing that this this generation that we live in has way too much of. Satan uses their pride. He uses that so that he can occupy them so that, that they concentrate only on themselves. They concentrate only on their own greatness. And, and that is the reason that we are where we are now. You have heard me say it time and time again. I pity people who say, I did this all on my own. Because when someone is like that, they don't think they need God. And that's what Satan wants from them. He wants people to be sure of themselves, uh, of their own abilities, that they say that they do not need God. You see, just how God never changes, the same thing can be said of Satan. He never changes. He wants to be greater than God. And because of this, he aims to bring everything and everyone under his sway. He's still there. He's still on, your, on our left shoulder. He whispers lies into our ears. He sows pride. He sows doubt, just like he did to other angels in heaven all so long ago. But you see, God keeps stretching out his hand. He prevents Satan from carrying out his plans completely. God sent his only begotten son, he sent Jesus, to open up a way for us to follow. All over the world, there are people who have given up their own will to follow Jesus. People who believe in God's perfect will. There are people out there who, who, who do these things. And it's these people that form the church of God. These people are a thorn in the side of Satan. Satan works to bring about doubt, to bring pride, to bring division, or whatever else he can do to turn people away from God. But see, you, yes you, the ones listening to this podcast right now, you can be a light in the dark world. We read in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, we're told, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's searching. He's searching ferociously. He wants to control this whole world. He will attach wherever he can to bring his plan to full. But if you have a heart for God, you can resist him. Look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to read seven, we're going to read verses 10 to 17. It says, "Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to understand, to withstand, I'm sorry, the evil day, and having done all, to stand. You see, because of this power, there are people here on the earth who stand against Satan's deceit. They, they overcome sin. They shine their light into the darkness. These people here, they prove by their faithfulness that God's way is perfect, while everyone else proves that Satan's way, this proud, I will, leads only to destruction. When this world is passed away, God's will, that will stand for all eternity. And Satan, the great deceiver, the dragon, just like we see in Revelations chapter 20, verse 10, he will be thrown into the lake of fire forever and ever. So um, that's another short one for you guys. And I, I hope that, um, you know, with this, I helped you understand things a little bit more better. You know, uh, this is one that I know, like I said, because of me being a deliverance minister, I get asked questions about things like the angels and, and Satan and demons. And so I thought I would do one for you here on that, um, on, on, on Satan. Uh, because a lot of people, they, they picture him, you know, looking like, like I described, right? Like he's red with ears and or horns and pitchfork and the, the black beard and the pointy ears and, like, like we see in Looney Tunes or even the movie um, Legend. But that's not what he looks like. Um, in fact, you know, like I said, he's described as being beautiful most, you know. Um, there's, there's more. If you look in your Bible, you can find other descriptions of him. About how he's got pipes that come out of him. And how he, he sang beautiful songs and he performed music in heaven. Um, this is all things that it's right there. It's right there at your, for you to see. And we also see in the Bible, you know, how he, he shows himself as an angel of the light. He, he, when he shows himself to people, he, he, he looks beautiful. He looks like an angel of the light. So just remember these things when you go about your normal day. And, and, I, um, and I'll see what other ones I can come up with to do for you here. Um, I still would like to ask again if um, you follow me over on on uh, YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Truth Social, um, if uh, if if you want me to do the one on purgatory, let me know. If not, I'll be probably doing it soon. If I don't hear a yes or a no, just probably won't be as soon as I would if I get a yes from someone. <laughs> so, uh, thank you all, and may God continue to bless you and keep you. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Uh, love each and every one of you. Thank you.